This is an Awakening Zone presentation, human empowerment radio and media for the 21st century and beyond. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello and welcome. I'm thrilled to have you back for another episode of Pure Presence. There's never a shortage of information to share regarding the current energetic patterns and fun ways to play in this energy. But before we do that, let me tell you a little bit about Pure Presence. During this show, you will be offered information and reminders of who you really are. You'll be offered these reminders through the words that you hear and in the silent spaces between the words. Each episode will address various topics, but all for the same purpose. The clear intention of pure presence is that you know for certain and experience the bigness of who you are. The last half-hour segment of each show will consist of an energetic integration and balance session. In this segment, you will hear vocal toning, light language, and other right brain techniques for the purpose of supporting your alignment to you. This process is used specifically to bypass the left brain's tendency to simply remind you of what you already know and to allow you to expand beyond your limited patterns. Most people tend to feel deeply connected to a bigger part of themselves at the completion of these sessions. For that reason, When we are complete, I will leave you with a few closing remarks about how to get more information about this work and future Pure Presence offerings. If you would like to listen to this alignment but not participate in the energy work, just set your intention and it will be so. For those of you who have questions or comments, you can join me in the Awakening Zone chat room right after this episode. So welcome, everybody. I this is going to be an interesting show and it's I think it's going to be an interesting show because I was telling Carol the producer of the show before we got on that you know the energy right now is really a moving target um you know talk about the particle and the wave um that whole concept of um that reality or that that offering that experience not available until you look right at it and sometimes it takes um it, what i'm noticing is right up to the moment um right up to this morning there were things altering in my own perceptual reality so that when i take a look at the energy for today um it's going to be based on something completely different than it would have even an hour ago and so we'll take a look at that piece in just a moment What I do want to have a little bit of a conversation about first is this whole concept of freedom because one of the things that shifted from an hour ago to now um, in my own perceptual reality was this whole concept of freedom. I remember a long time ago, um, probably, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago now, working with somebody and she was asking me, you know, you know, what is it that I would like in my in my awareness, in my development, in my own um my own self truth, I guess. And I was I told her freedom. And she said she said, That's interesting. She said, Are you willing to take the responsibility that comes with that freedom? 
And I remember thinking that in that moment that was kind of a downer to hear that, you know, responsibility and freedom were in the same um, in the same phrasing. And at the same time, when I looked at that a little bit deeper, what I understood her to be saying is, you know, taking the responsibility for who we really are, taking the responsibility for not being a victim or not being someone who has had things put upon them, taking responsibility for being the bigness. And it wasn't so much that that was even difficult or challenging because it was who we really were in the first place. Um, The challenging part was letting go of the perceptual realities that cause any of us to believe any different. So we all have these these methods, we all have this perceptual reality that says this is the way the world is or this is who we are, um, whether we see ourselves as um, spectacular or whether we see ourselves as limited there or any combination thereof, still a perceptual reality. And when that perceptual reality truly becomes altered, then it shows up almost immediately in the outer landscape. And when it does show up in the outer landscape, you know it. And the reason you know it is because there's an immediate sense of freedom in that energy. There's an immediate sense of freedom when you have held a particular perceptual reality, a particular thought process, and then all of a sudden something shakes that thought process up. Something makes you um, makes you aware that maybe, number one, that's all it was in the first place. Maybe it was just a perceptual reality in the first place. But number two, in that very instant that that perceptual reality is is gone, then the outer landscape looks almost instantaneously different. There is a joy there is an aliveness. There is something that arises from the inside out. It's like you've granted yourself permission from the inside out to let go of something that that hasn't served you or to allow yourself to know yourself um, more from that the bigness of who you are vantage point than the limitation of who you are vantage point. So take a nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So when I when I was getting ready to look at this energy this morning and I heard, no, don't look at it yet, and then had a series of events take place where I held a certain perceptual reality about what was required or what was needed in order to move, you know, kind of ev- um, evolutionary style, <laughs> move from one place to another, have an have a greater degree of awareness in one moment than in another moment. And that perceptual reality really got blown out of the water this morning with a simple um, <clears throat> a simple shift in consciousness. <clears throat> and now when I... Sorry, hold on a second. <clears throat> so now when my voice will change to match the new energy, I guess. So when now when I look at this, um, when I look at the energetic pattern now, it literally is looking, uh, lo- looks like something that has been fluid 
now can take on another form. And as it takes on another form, it takes on um, a reality all of its own. And that perceptual reality, that lighter perceptual reality, will continue and it will move forward until something else needs to shift, until that one no longer serves. And so today as we work in this energy, what I really would like to target is I'd like to target, you know, we've talked about before our own perceptual realities and how those perceptual realities create what we think we should do um, and or what we're kind of obligated to do or quite even what is required in order for us to know ourselves in our fullness. What What is, we have all of these ideas and we have all of these concepts based on, What's actually required? You know, um, how do you get from point A to point B? You know, is it a natural, organic unfolding, or does it require um, some specific details? And and how long does it require those specific details? And so all of these questions have, you know, are are up in the air right now, and I think they're up in the air right now for a lot of people because, as we're as we're granting ourselves the freedom, as we're acknowledging the freedom to to have an experience of our fullness based on who we are, how we would like to have that, um, you know what what are the requirements? You know, um, and I think that for a lot of people that has also been a frustration. You know, what is the requirement to get from point A to point B? And and why does that requirement work for that person over there, but following that same requirement doesn't work for that one over there? This opportunity to have the freedom to go back into the self, to go back into you, to know exactly what works for you moment by moment by moment. There is a there is a responsibility in that, and that responsibility only has to do with the fact that nobody else can can give you those tools. Nobody else can can make that change for you. Um, that change comes because you utilize certain tools, or you you like certain you, you resonate with certain experiences. And because you like it, because you enjoy it, because it seems to make a difference for you, you take that on board and it helps you to reveal something more of who you really are. But when it doesn't work for you, when it doesn't make sense, when it doesn't feel right and they and you go into a place of mm, maybe guilt or frustration or anger or resentment, that that particular process doesn't work in your case, for you, not for the whole, but for you, the freedom comes in really being able to allow yourself to kind of say, yep, it doesn't work. And being the individual that you are, being the the unique being that you are, giving yourself permission to trust that, giving yourself the freedom to to trust that. So does freedom come because you do A, B, and C, or is freedom something that you grant yourself? Is freedom something that you have to earn, or is freedom what you actually are, 
And we have been so used to abdicating that freedom, that freedom of expression, that freedom of knowing in any given moment what what is true for you and what is not true for you. Those are the that feels like the 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 energy, the edge that we're right on right now. And so all of these tools have been amazing and they will continue to be amazing. And at the same time, some of you may be finding that you're you're dropping into your own sense of self, you're dropping into your own sense of awareness. You're knowing that even though you do it differently than, you know, everybody else in your experience, that that is absolutely perfect for your experience. And there begins to be a level of um, trust, and I would go so far even to say that there begins to become a level of of self-worth in that as well. This opportunity that to to know that about yourself, to truly know what works for you, and not only know what works for you, but as you do, you also create a wide open space for that to be true for everybody else as well. I mean, we all hear, you know, these concepts about about, you know, allowing, you know, allowing yourself your own freedom and thus, you know, kind of not judging others for their paths and their experiences. And we hear that, but we don't really know that. We don't really we don't really honor that and experience it until we've experienced it for ourselves. And this particular time, right now in this moment, feels like there is a huge opportunity both to allow yourself the freedom of your own um your own knowing your own sense of self-worth your own um the freedom to to choose to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you there seems to be a huge energy right now and i mean right now as far as that is concerned in that energy it also seems like there is an opportunity for just these these aha moments you know those aha moments that that are so profound that your perceptual reality shifts um for the positive in a way that it has not been able to shift before and so we're going to support the creation of that kind of energy that that is already available within each one of you. We're bringing it to consciousness so that you can can play in it and choose in it as we um, do this this energy work today. The nice inhale and exhale. The other thing that you know, as perceptual realities shift as your shifts and mind shifts and then the collective group shifts and then more collective energy begins to shift, you can see how this kind of just snowballs. And so you can see how it can be a very small group of individuals who have a fairly profound perceptual reality shift. And in the same moment that that happens, it also becomes a possibility and potential within the collective consciousness. 
this kind of perceptual reality shift happens all the time and happens in all kinds of ways. And it happens in all kinds of ways because I believe that it's happening literally from the inside out. You know, it's we can only be saturated in a limited belief of self for for a period of time. It's it's all based on a period of time because once that time frame has unwound itself, if you will, there's going to be a natural kind of aha moment right there. And in that natural aha moment, we can then choose to be um, thrilled about that or we can choose to wonder why that old reality isn't there anymore. And thus we can add energy to this aha moment. We can expand it, make it bigger, or we can contract it. But the fact that the aha moment occurs almost coming from the inside out. So right now, um, it feels very much like this is where we can play. We can play in this energy. We can both go back into the mental process and take a look at um, those, again, perceptual realities, concepts, um, both within the mental body and the emotional body that are linked into a certain perceptual reality. So if you could change your perceptual reality, if you could if you could not only believe yourself to be all that you are, but know yourself to be all that you are, if you could have that as your experience, you know, would that be okay with you? And as I say that, um is there something that that arises within you that suggests that you might like the positioning that you find yourself in in this moment. And that's absolutely wonderful as well because it's an awareness. It's something that you know. So if perceptual reality could change that quickly, that easily, you know, how how would you want that to show up? What would be your choice point in that? Um, because that's exactly where we're going to play um, today. So what I would also expect is that there may be a series of aha moments, and there may be a series of aha moments that, you know, obviously they're going to arise internally and naturally. And again, having that awareness ahead of time allows you to choose the freedom of of allowing that awareness to expand or the freedom to allow that energy to contract. And either way, it's a freedom. Either way, it's a choice. Um, Every moment is a freedom as every moment is a choice. So giving yourself the opportunity to be in that energy, to notice that energy, to feel that energy, I think will be something that's kind of fun to play in today. The other thing that I would like to suggest in this energy, and I'm just taking a look at it right now, so hold on just a minute. So, you know, when when perceptual realities shift, when you have an aha moment, there are typically a couple different responses. Um, and especially responses from the emotional body 
when we have held a perceptual reality very um, firm and we have repeated that perceptual reality, we have believed it over and over again, when it finally gets released, there can be a release of emotion. That release of emotion can come in tears. It's like, ah, finally, finally let go of that one. Finally didn't need that perceptual reality anymore. Finally, that perceptual reality does not serve the the choice point that I've made in this moment. So it happens spontaneously. The other response is sometimes the response of laughter, which is the one I had this morning. It was, you know, this awareness that something that you perceive to be real is not real. And in the moment that you perceive that it's not real and you know that that situation, that scenario has just, quote, unquote, proven to you that that perceptual reality is not real. For me, anyway, this morning there was just laughter. Um, and it was it tickled me because I also had that thought that I understand why so many people who have who have really figured themselves out um, are the ones that can look like they're a little bit crazy <laughs> because they're the ones laughing and carrying on and enjoying life almost to an extent that when the average individual looks at them, they think that that is completely, you know, off. You know, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be responsible. You know, you can't have that much freedom. You can't allow yourself that much grace and ease. Um, you know, you're not being a you're not being a um, supportive citizen or those kinds of things because this individual is is that happy is that aware of themselves, is that aware of the illusion that that kept them bound in the first place. And without that boundary, they are now free. They're free to express themselves the way that is particularly um, ideal for them, a, particularly a representation of who they really are. And that degree of freedom is what we are beginning to access right here right now and i think that as we move from you know from this moment in time and as we kind of cross that threshold of 2012 and we start rolling into some of these other years the opportunity to throw off some of those heavy wet you know, ideas, those that, that weighted kind of energy, you're going to find that that gets easier and easier and easier. It just, you know, once you get the hang of throwing off these old cloaks and keep walking forward and throwing off the next one, it literally is the visual of something very heavy, very woolen, very damp, and then the next one coming off is something that's not as dense, not as heavy, not as damp, and then the next one and the next one. And pretty soon you're, you're peeling off layers of self, layers of restricted belief that are, are just um, like tiny little veils, thin little expressions that no longer serve. 
you can almost get the the idea of going from someone who is weighted down with all of that and really can't move to somebody who is in the middle of the park dancing um, and expressing themselves, um, you know, just in that, with that level of of happiness, with that level of freedom, with that level of self-awareness. So I can't imagine wanting anything else for myself or for any of you. So um, let's move into some of this energy work today. And as we do move into some of this energy work, um, really setting that intention that those, those perceptual realities Again, most of them never belong to you in the first place. So it's getting easier and easier to say goodbye to something that didn't belong to you anyway. But this opportunity right here, right now. So if you will give yourself permission for freedom, if you'll give yourself permission for self-awareness, if you'll give yourself permission know what you know for you without having that need to be what is true for anybody else. Permission. You're granting yourself permission. And while you're doing that, if you'll give yourself permission to spend about the next 30 minutes or so just undisturbed, relaxed, So if you'll just find a nice place to do that and just find your breath and just ask yourself the question, what's possible? What's possible in this energy, in this moment? And maybe even ask it, what's possible for you? You know, what is possible for me in this moment? What can I know about myself now that I didn't know about myself three minutes ago? What perceptual realities do I hold that negate my freedom, negate the freedom to be all that I am? And what aspects, what what belief systems, what mental processing, what emotional energy can I release in this very moment that would allow me to move forward with a perceptual reality that serves who I really am? There we go. So the energy is already starting to move. Okay. So finding your breath. Inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. And there's almost a smile that rises to the surface, even the consideration of being able to ask those questions. There will be an energy in the heart and sometimes even a little bit of a pressure in the heart. So I'm noticing a pressure there. I'm also noticing a pressure kind of in the collective mental process building up of energy and we're going to allow it to just build up in both cases so that when we address it, we 
we can get as much of it as possible. So if you'll place your attention in your heart space, just notice what's taking place in the heart space. If if complete freedom of self-expression was available right now, in this moment, what does that do to your heart space? It's right here. It's like you're facing yourself, facing the bigness of yourself. So what happens in the heart? So let's take that energy happening in the heart and bump it up just a little bit so that we can really get a handle on it. ideas, thoughts, beliefs, emotions. That negate the full expression of who you are, your individual who you are. So that comes as a ribbon, almost a, a an unraveling within the heart space. So it's as if if that ribbon was woven into, wrapped around into the heart space, if you could literally just move into that space and grab a hold of the end of that ribbon and pull that, and as you pull that, allowing everything to unwind with it. And as it unwinds, you may notice you'll get images or you'll get thoughts. You might get feelings. Just allow them to kind of pass by as this energy is moving out with such clarity. And as you allow that ribbon to unfurl, allow it to move right into a sphere of your own higher consciousness. No need for this old information to go anywhere else. Just let it unfurl right into a sphere of your own higher consciousness. Mm. And as that sphere closes up around it, just take a look into that sphere. There might be a feeling of relief. There might be a feeling of happiness, a lightness of being. There might be an experience of appreciation for your ability to move this energy in this moment. And allow that sphere to drift in the vastness of your being, 
and allow that sphere to drift right over that horizon line. It disappears, it nullifies, it dissipates, not available to you in your current space. And let's go right up to the throat energy. So what do you get to say? Because you know yourself. What freedom do you get to express through that throat that may or may not have been there prior to letting go of that unwinding in the heart. So right in this throat space, allow that, um, sometimes even the thought of having the freedom to speak your truth, the freedom to speak from your authentic nature, can bring a smile to your face. It just kind of arises naturally and maybe even a little bit of an honorary smile to your face. So bringing that right to the surface, right in the throat. So for some of you, there are what I would consider like energetic barbs in the throat. There are... Um, energetic patterning that will allow you to go so far in your awareness of yourself. Um, It might be okay for you to say you're good at something. It might not be okay for you to say you're magnificent. You're a divine being of light. That might be a little bit too far according to those barbs that are set up in the throat chakra. And it's not even about necessarily having to say that, but even the freedom to consider it, the freedom to to know it for yourself, the freedom to say it to yourself, are are limited by these barbs. So let's go ahead and collect those up. So again, if you'll move your attention into the throat chakra, if you see any shards, any barbs, any... Um, it's a, it literally is a sharpness. It's a sharpness that keeps you away from the full expression of yourself in your throat, your full knowing um, and expression of that knowing in your throat. So let's go ahead and collect those up. So... Create that sphere of your own higher consciousness. Allow those barbs to simply move into that sphere of your own higher consciousness. Some of you are already considering, how did you create that sphere out of your own higher consciousness if you're not already your own higher consciousness? There's one 
little moment of shift right there. So go ahead and allow those barbs to just move into that sphere. And soften that sphere. Give yourself permission to soften those barbs. And then allow that sphere to drift in your own higher consciousness and the vastness of your being until you don't see it anymore. It leaves your perceptual reality. So what else would you like to have leave your perceptual reality? All of those quote-unquote things. Things are those energies that have been created into matter. All of those things, whether they're as dense as a physical thing or a thought or a feeling, they all can be placed in the sphere of your own higher consciousness and drift in the vastness of your being until that perceptual reality is no longer available to your experience. It indicates you're creating this higher consciousness. You are the vastness of your being. You choose what is in your perceptual reality and you choose what is not in your perceptual reality. Nice inhale and exhale. So there's all kinds of energy going on in the head right now, both in the neurological process, in the mental body, in the pineal gland, looks as if there is almost a whirlwind or a tornado of energy moving through that space. And so let's take this one step at a time. So as we go into the mental body first, all kinds of information is being kicked up by this whirlwind in the mental body. And as it gets kicked up, there are all kinds of, I would say, even memories, consistent thought patterns, belief systems, structures floating around in the mental body. Everything that's floating around in the mental body at this moment is something that inhibits your perceptual reality of freedom, freedom of self, freedom to be self with a capital S. So as we collect up all of those particles, fragments, structures, concepts, ideas, and creating a sphere of our own higher consciousness 
placing those particles in that sphere Just a stillness, awful lot of space opening up. So as you see those particles in that sphere of your own higher consciousness, allowing that to drift in the vastness of your being, choosing to eliminate it from your perceptual reality. You can't perceive it. And thus, you can't create from it. can't create from limitation if you can't perceive a limitation. Oh, big one. There you go. All right, let's move right in to the neurological process. So the neurological process doesn't know what to do if it doesn't have a pattern to follow. The neurological process loses its reference points. It doesn't know how to think a thought that was based on a particular perceptual reality if it doesn't have the the information to process it. And so the neurological process right now is going through a little bit of a, what I would call almost like a fog space, almost a don't know what to think, don't know what to process, nothing to hold on to, Okay, so let's let's give it something to hold on to. Let's give it your freedom to hold on to. The freedom to be self, with a capital S, the freedom to know self. Let's give it that as a processing task. So all of those neurological pathways that are necessary or can be opened in order to receive information about your freedom of self, those are the pathways that are open. Those are the pathways that are active. And as they become active, that confusion, that fog, that uncertainty can all be collected up in a sphere of your own higher consciousness. Allow that information to be just that, it's old information. and placing it in the sphere of your own higher consciousness, allowing it to drift in the vastness of your being, 
choosing to eliminate it from your perceptual reality. as we really begin to clear the neurological process, there is an activation of sorts that takes place naturally and organically within the pineal gland. It's like the pineal gland and the neurological process can only have the conversation that they can have, can only have the communion and the connection that they can have based on our current kind of neurological processing based on our kind of current neurological repetitive um, processing. As that processing has just been shifted, there is a new communication available between the pineal gland and your neurological process. So now all of a sudden, source self Sourcing self becomes a consideration within the neurological process. It becomes a rewiring within the neurological process. That pineal gland's knowing of self starts to get, I would say, even imprinted into those neurological pathways so that as that information arises, as that awareness arises, that pathway is there. That It's, it's like uh, we know that we create grooves in our neurological pathways by re- having repetitive thoughts. So in this case, there is a groove that is being created between the pineal gland and the neurological process so that information that supports the truth of who you really are, the expression of who you really are, the freedom of that expression, finds a groove. It finds a place within your own neurological processing. It It is easier to develop that pathway. It's easier to think that thought. And of course, as you think that thought over and over again, it has the same implications as when you thought thoughts of limitation. And now the pattern patterning is different. So just take a nice inhale and exhale. And anything else within that communication between the pineal gland and the neurological process that can be eliminated now that doesn't support that communication, allow that energy to be placed in this sphere of your own higher consciousness and allow that to drift in the vastness of your being choosing that it be eliminated from your perceptual reality.
we go. So the physical body goes through a transition when you have permission, when you have the freedom to be you. There is a shift in the physical makeup of the body. The cells relax, the organs, um, I would say, come online with this higher dimensional expression of self. It's as if when you move into this frequency, this awareness, you have the opportunity to allow the body to be. You know, so much so much focus on being beyond the body has been embedded into our perceptual reality. And as we've said before, this is not about getting beyond the body. This is about being one with the body. So as the body, as the organs of the body, the structures of the body, the systems of the body, the intelligence of the body, right down to the microbial population of the body, as that body knows that it's been granted freedom, as that body knows that what will inhabit the body, what will be expressed through the body, is the purity, the brilliance of who you are, the body begins to relax. The body begins to open to receive. It's receiving literally potential impossibility. You as potential impossibility versus you as limitation. You can imagine that the organs of the body, ah, it's just like, thank you. Thank you for increasing the frequency of the body. Thank you for adding that light to the body. We have this perceptual reality that adding light to the body is somehow difficult for the body. That's a perceptual reality. It's a perceptual reality that makes us believe we have to take certain steps in certain ways in order to have that be so. But what could be more natural to a body that was created out of your freedom, out of your source, than to receive itself back, receive the source of itself unto itself? So the organs begin to open. The organs begin to discharge that energy which is dense, which is heavy, which was in fear. Fear of receiving limitation. So as we move into the organs of the body, allowing the organs to just 
discharge what they can for now, discharge what's available in this moment. Anything that doesn't serve them in receiving the light that created them, the source, and allowing that to be collected up in a sphere of your own higher consciousness. Lots of organs getting cleared out. And allowing that sphere to drift in the vastness of your being and allowing it choosing to move it beyond your perceptual reality until it dissipates, disappears, is nullified. So as the organs are clear and open to receive, let's move into the cells of the body. Go a little bit deeper from organs into the cells. These cells will include the cells in the skeletal system, the cells in the organs, the cells that make up all systems of the body. So freedom. Hmm. Freedom. Freedom to be self. At the cellular level. And allow those cells to spin out anything that does not align with that. There's a natural, the minute you all start doing this, there is a natural lightness in the cells. It's like the light comes from the inside out. Not as if you were were moving anything into the cells. Simply by moving the, the density out of the cells, the light reveals itself. What you've always been from the inside out just reveals itself. So collecting up all that spins out of those cells, spinning out that energy, collecting it up in a sphere of your own higher consciousness, and allowing that sphere to drift in the vastness of your being, Choosing not to hold that old density in your perceptual reality. Dissipates, disappears. There we go. So placing your attention in the body, just just feel what it feels like to be in the body. 
when there is no resistance to being in the body, when there's a freedom to be there, a freedom to express there, a freedom to be one there. Nice inhale and exhale. Just a moment conversation right there. Right in your bodies. Allow yourself the joy, the freedom in the body. And let's just use this final tone to make this matter. Here we go. Nice inhale and exhale. And giving yourself permission over these next couple weeks to really ask yourself, what does this freedom grant to you? What does this freedom feel like? What's the expression of this freedom for you? Specifically for you. All right. So if you've drifted a little bit during this work, if you will use my words now to have you focus, refocus, into this time-space reality. Just listen to the words and allow the words to just bring you back. Also, if you will begin to move the body just a little bit as you hear these words, giving your body the opportunity for some fluidity, some movement, some stretching. Here we go. And now, three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. And on that third exhalation, breathing your eyes open. So for some of you, there might be tears. For some of you, there might be laughter. For some of you, there may be a stillness that's present that may not have been there before. Just noticing what you notice. Allowing yourself to simply be that expression. Everybody's eyes open. There we go. Amazingly big beings. Beautiful, beautiful beings of light. Such a pleasure. 
such a pleasure to witness that. Thank you for sharing this time with me. You've done some powerful work today, and over the coming weeks, you will begin to notice the effects of that work. Please notice what you notice and be easy on yourself as old patterns are released and you begin to experience more of who you really are. The effects of these sessions are cumulative, so please join me again on October 19th for another episode of Pure Presence. For those of you who are interested in energetically sensitive children and autism, you can join me on October 26th for Pure Presence All About the Kids. For more information about Pure Presence and my other work, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. Also, feel free to post your comments on our Peer Presence Facebook page. I'd also like to ask you to support The Awakening Zone. The Awakening Zone is truly a gift from Linda and Jeff Hoppe and all the hosts and support people who keep this great programming available to all. Your support really does matter. Check out The Awakening Zone store and purchase your favorite products there. It absolutely helps keep us on the air and free of charge to listeners just like you. Coming up next on The Awakening Zone, the new Consciousness Review at 1 p.m. with Miriam Knight, and on Saturday at 3.30, both the Spanish and Polish translations of the Crimson Circle monthly meetings, and at 4 p.m. is the Crimson Circle in English with Adamus St. Germain. Thank you, everybody, for making it today. Have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful two weeks. Enjoy your freedom. Until next time. Blessings. have been listening to an Awakening Zone presentation, human empowerment radio and media for the 21st century and beyond. Century and beyond. Century and beyond. Century and beyond. beyond.